What's up, y'all? It's your girl, J-May. Nightstorm. And Nia Lucky. And you're listening to Thirsty 30. Okay, y'all, welcome back. It has been a long mm-hmm. break, and we are excited to tell you guys about everything that's going on. First, we're going to hit on the 21 Savage uh, incident What's going on with Ice right now. Um, you know, last week he was detained by Ice uh, on the basis that they believe that his visa expired in 2005, yeah. making him an unlawfully present person in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically they claim that he came to the United States when he was 12, uh, but his representative and lawyer said that he came to the country when he was seven years old in 1999. Then he went back to visit UK in 2005, and then he returned to the U.S. one month later. Uh, you know, he applied for his visa in 2017 after he realized, you know, that he was no longer yeah. legal. He was released from ICE. Basically, they said they was going to drop. They're no longer pursuing uh, the charges that were against him with aggravated felony. With that being said, I know y'all seen a lot of, a lot of the memes that were posted on yeah. Instagram. <laughs> I mean, they were... Okay, it made me chuckle a little bit because they were kind of like yeah. a little funny. But then... Because it was a shocker that... He was he, from the United Kingdom. Like, like, and, and you know, like he was claiming... I think he, he said that he's from Atlanta Zone... Six? East Atlanta, yeah. Okay. So, then to all of a sudden hear that this man is from the UK, yeah. I think it threw people off because, and it was out of nowhere that, right. yeah. He has this persona, that was like, and that no blew accent. my mind. Right, no accent. But mind you, he has lived in Atlanta for a long time. That's so what I was going to say. The, it, no accent part, but for him to be like so hard and rough about this and that, and then like, I don't know, come out the gate out of nowhere, I'm from the UK. I don't think, I I personally, I understand where everybody's coming from. Like, oh, he from he not really from Atlanta. He not really from here. He not really hard or whatever. But I feel like once you be once you're somewhere for ten years, yeah. that's where you're from. You okay. can't you that's can't just true. once you get there for ten years. And then he came over here at a young age, yeah, at, no, at age seven. Right. So you gotta understand, like that's still an uh, age where you're being socialized. Mm-hmm. Everything that's going on around yeah. you, that's what you're picking up. So that's what he was picking up. So that's right. why. He's older now, right? And he's putting out that East Atlanta rapper type of persona. So I don't think it's a fake. I don't think it's him faking anything. I just think that's what he saw when he got here. Yeah. And that UK part of him was just dead. Yeah, I don't think I don't fault him for claiming that at all. Like that's where you grew up. That's your culture. Right. I just think it shocked everybody to know. Like no, not many people knew that clearly. So I feel like his fans just felt like they were lied to. It's not that he didn't say. I don't know. He just didn't give the whole truth, if that makes sense. So they felt lied to, like, well, you're not hard. You're not really from Atlanta. But I get the point where if you're born there, you've lived there for so long. I don't get that because if you're seven, how do you, like, be hard? You know, like, you have to grow up in, like, an environment, and that's, like, what produces who you become. You feel what I'm saying? And that's what happened to him. Right. So I don't think that. I'm a 21 Savage fan. Right. So as a twenty one savage fan, I don't feel lied to because I feel like you can go online. That was that's public information. Anybody right. could have researched that True. and seen that. Right. So I don't feel lied to. And then I was looking at some of the memes, you know, in some of the songs he was re- referencing to some of stuff, some of the things in UK, some of the mm. things in London, talking about the Queen, but nobody realized yeah, it because nobody <laughs> really knew. But I mean, he was together. referencing a whole lot of stuff, and oh. now you're like, oh, right. that's what he was talking about. Oh, he's talking about tea and crumpets and all yeah. of that. <laughs> like, nobody really realized until, you know, no. it got on the news. But, you know, one of, one of the Migos, Offset, 
he was one of the people to speak out against the memes and stuff like that. Right. And I, I could feel where Offset is coming from because people were making jokes about it. And it was okay, but at the same time, it's not really, like, funny, funny, because at the end of the day, he has a family that he has to yeah. provide for. And I think people were really missing the, the bigger point. Like, yeah, the memes is, like, jokey, jokey on the side. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But at the end of the day, this is how he makes his money. This is how he provides for his family. Right. Yeah, this is livelihood. And even... Some, sometimes a generation forgets, like, Real life between making jokes, jokes. And yeah, and especially the memes. Right. Sometimes the memes can really like overkill a situation. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. It sometimes it's just not that funny. Speaking of memes, right? Didn't Demi Lovato? She commented on a meme. Yeah, Demi Lovato. I seen that, and then everybody was going to Demi Lovato talking about how she was snorting powder and stuff like that. They like, uh, Demi, how you gonna comment on somebody's situation? You just got out the, you just got out of rehab yourself. Right, and that's when Demi Lovato, she deleted her Twitter. She said, I'm done. She said, I didn't mean it like that. And I I feel like Demi Lovato, I, we all know her past, but yeah. to joke on something and to be in the, um, the spotlight, the spotlight yeah. that's like, all right, Demi, you know your history. You right. know you messed up. <laughs> don't Everyone's come for somebody. Yeah. So don't come for him just because he didn't give the full truth. Right. And then, though, like, and then I think Wale commented on yeah. that. And she was like, well, you're just upset because I never replied back uh-huh. to your DM. Like, and he was, I don't know, he, he basically said, be blessed, girl. Like, he hoped the best right. for you. But I'm like, girl, like, that has love. nothing to do with anything. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you're getting upset. She just tried to get a, yeah, a comeback. Right, and which, it, it was <laughs> invalid. She tried to put Inadequate, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. And, you know, I and, don't know. And on top of that, y'all seen Tommy Lauren, she said, and I quote, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight ICE agents ready to deport you. So, you know, everybody came at her, especially the game. Now, if y'all know the game, the game will drag you. When it comes to the beef online, the social media beef, the game got, he got posts for days to talk about people. Um, Cardi B went after her too, and she was like, she quoted the tweet and said, don't let me grab my, don't make me grab my leash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, Cardi B before has said that she would dog walk Tommy Lauren. And Nicki Minaj said something as well. Um, her tweet said, your obsession with our culture is scary. She's talking to Tommy Lauren. Excuse me, y'all. She said, your obsession with our culture is scary to say the least. I hate giving you the attention you so desperately crave. Laughing at people getting deported as if your ancestors discovered America. Are you Native American? You effing clown. Then... Tommy Lauren comes back to say, when you're in the country illegally, you get deported. I didn't write the law, and neither did ICE. They enforce it. I hope 21 Savage Savage is able to get an entertainment visa or become a citizen one day. P.S. My ancestors did discover America. Now, y'all, Tommy Lauren, she always trying to just say stuff, say stuff, say stuff. But I just feel like in this instance, it really showed. Like, you know, you know her true colors right there. It really show her true colors because, first of all, we all know your ancestors did not discover America. Let's be real. Uh, immigrants really, like, they're the foundation of America. If, if we yeah. want to be real, like, immigrants really built up America. So we can't just say, oh, you know, they founded it yeah. and they the ones. No. Mm-hmm. A- immigrants did that. And people need to realize Tommy Lauren, her whole career, she thrived off of 
us commenting on the mm-hmm. crazy stuff she mm-hmm. says. If we don't comment on her, if we ignore her, like her whole career is gone. Right. Like she would not be relevant if it wasn't for us replying to the crazy stuff she says. Right, but I feel like the comment she made about Twenty One Savage was inappropriate Uncalled and for, yeah, yeah, that's not funny. And again, like you have to be sensitive to the immigrant situation because of what's going on right now. We have a lot of stuff going on right now, like with policy reform, the immigrants, Trump trying to build a wall. It is a lot of stuff going on. So you got to be real sensitive to to this type of stuff. And you don't know who is from where. These days, just because they look like a certain person, that doesn't mean that's who they are. That doesn't mean they're black just because they have darker skin tones. You know what I'm saying? 21 Savage has been a celebrity all over the social media, and they just now wanted to deport him. Like, this is not new. It's not like he just came here mm-hmm. or he just he just started rapping. Like, this, he's been a rapper for a little minute now, so I'm not sure of why they're trying to deport him. And then I seen something earlier on the news. I mean, not on the news. Well, entertainment news yeah. that, you know, uh, Trump had something to say about it, but I didn't even get to read all the way into it. But speaking of Trump, you know, he's been doing this government shutdown stuff and it's been affecting millions of people and it's it's really not it's really not helping. Yeah, so let's talk about the government shutdown. So the government shutdown lasted from December twenty second to January twenty fifth. That is thirty five days in total. This is the longest government shutdown in history. Wednesday, February thirteenth, lawmakers came together and reached a consensus and they introduced a bill that will prevent the second government shutdown. So we're on a time limit kinda um, so they had to like hurry up and get it together mm-hmm. because the funding was is going to end Friday. Yep. And if they did not reach um, a consensus, boom, government shutdown. Mm-hmm. So Trump wanted, he asked for $5.7 billion to then, well, previously he said build a wall. Now yeah. he's calling it a steel barrier. Um, he asked for $5.7 billion. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. They are offering is 1.37 billion so that's a huge huge difference yeah in what he's asking for a couple billion difference uh, a few uh, billion yes <laughs> so y'all know about about the state of the union address right mm-hmm. okay so that was a oh, lot to take in and we all know that the state of the union was postponed right originally it was supposed to be january 29th nancy right. pelosi was like nah that's not happening <laughs> now a lot of people are saying it's a power move Let's backtrack a little bit. Because the government shutdown happened, that affects a lot of government workers, correct? Yes. Right. Including security. Right. Yes. You cannot be you cannot have the State of the Union address if you do not have security. security. Mm-hmm. Right. So what Nancy Pelosi did was she told Trump, How can we have the State of the Union address if we don't have security? What you gonna do? Have it in the Oval Office? Right. Now, it's a power move because we all know what Trump want to do. He want to be seen. He want to be heard. He want right. to, you know, showbo all this stuff. At the State of the Union, right. you know, it's more people. It's all, you know, a bunch. So you need security. Yeah. So what she did was said, okay, you're going to have to postpone this. Jumpstart the, uh, the government back up. That's why yeah. we got that three week. Mm-hmm. That's why they started it back up because we need security. Yep. So then the State of the Union address happened on February 5th and all that jazz, he talked about whatever he needed to say. Yeah. And that's when they had that time to, you know, try to get a bill situated and figure out what we're going to do next. They then have to send the bill or the votes to Trump, and hopefully he signs off. Now, it's yeah. expected that he will sign off um, on the bill. However, they're thinking he's going to add some 
extra demands to the film. Oh, when you know he will. For right. sure, of course. Right, 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 right. So, we're making some movements. You Hi, know, though. we had the Barnes Patterson Committee come to an agreement right. and try to make some stuff shake. Mm-hmm. We're getting it together. But we do have to talk about who this government um, shutdown affected. And everyone. People were missing, what, two weeks? Almost a month worth of pay. Yeah. yeah. There was teachers who had to get second jobs. There um, was actual government workers applying to be teachers. And let's yeah. just talk about the airport for a second. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, everybody point. wants to talk about immigrants coming in and mm-hmm. criminals coming in and mm-hmm. all that stuff. If you don't have airport security, airport workers, that's how drugs going to come in. That's how guns are going to get in here. You're talking about terrorist attacks. Hopefully none yep. of that stuff happens, but, I mean... Those are the things that we're risking. Correct. Right. Not having our government and up that's and running. what he wants this barrier. You know, he didn't say at first he he wanted a concrete wall. That's not about to happen. But you want this steel barrier to keep all of this stuff out. But if you have the government shut down, nobody's about to work for you, Trump. Right. <laughs> nobody's so, gonna work. A lot of people already started calling in sick. Yeah. Well, when the government shutdown was happening. Um, people were calling in stick to the airport like I'm not coming in, and which I respect that because yeah. who is gonna work for free if you're not but getting paid? Well, I'm not going just in. Just to clarify though, when the government shutdown happened, they weren't getting paid at the time, but they still were gonna get paid for the work after the government started up again. Right. They, so still, they had back pay. Yes, but still, period. People have bills to pay right then and there, so right. you exactly. can't hold someone's. Check. So is back That's pay? Not okay. Oh, right. So is back pay really effective? And then think about this. Okay, yes, yeah, so on back pay. But then taxes are still going to be on that check. Right. So imagine having all that back pay, all that back pay, and your check is still going to be taxed. And then right. you're just thinking like, you know, some people have the luxury to go out and try to find another job. But a lot of people don't have that security. Right. So trying to, like, they're not about to quit. Like, I know some people had comments saying, well, why don't you just quit, blah, 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 blah. But a lot of people had hope that, okay, Hopefully this is going to be, be done. This yeah. isn't going to last as right. long. And so they're not about to quit their job because you have to have security. Right. So they're going to do what they can and make it work. Um, right. And you may not even be able to go out and find a job that's paying what your job is paying. Right. So you also have to think about that. And we also need to talk about the elderly people. People, elderly people that, be a fun, that are being funded by... Uh, the government. Mm-hmm. People homes are people will be evicted if they can't pay with Section A or they can't pay using their Medicare. They can't use their Social Security stuff like that. That is crucial. Right. And then we even talk about the food stamp situation. They were putting out two months worth of food stamps in one month. Now, what does that do for the people the next month? How yeah. how does that help them carry over? It's like. When you make a move like that, you have to think about all your people. And that's why I say Trump is not a good president because when you have a government shutdown, you need to think about people that make zero dollars always to the people who make $100 million. Like, Trump, he only cares about himself, and that shows on him. I truly think that the government shutdown was him trying to make a big power move and show, yes, I can affect your life. Yes, I have this much power Power. over you, so try me. I feel like that's exactly what Trump is trying to say. Which is kind of a dictatorship, but right. I'm going to comment on that. Oh, yeah, so. we're going to comment on that. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Nia, because, like I said, when you making a move like that, you the president, we, we, the president is supposed to be like the dad of the family. He's supposed to take care of everything. And Trump is not doing that. He's not taking care of America. He's not better in America. He's not helping America. So, yeah, he's definitely not looking out for the greater good of our country, and it's, 
it's very sad and I think this moment in history we need to reevaluate what we're doing mm -hmm. and take um, future elections very serious that goes to educating yourself on the presidential candidates and I, I want to add this in because I know we have a lot of history making candidates we have black uh, people we have women um, you know mm -hmm. announcing their presidency and I want to say please do not just go and vote just to vote please do not vote for people just because they're, they're, black. they're black or they're or white they're they're women don't let the black card um, fool you mm -hmm. because all your skin folk ain't your kin folk and they may not have the best interest. <laughs> That's the truth, though. Yo, I'm, not even yeah. I'm just saying because it's very important. I know we're all like, oh, Kamala Harris, I don't know much about her. Yet. Yes. We're still we're learning. We're still learning. Stuff is going to unfold, so we'll see. But educate yourself. Right. Because, and we have to also pay attention to local um, governments because at the end of the day, the Trickle president, down. right. It trickles down, and the president handles international affairs and all that stuff. Our local people, they handle us. Right. So if we're not liking what's going on in our everyday lives, in our community, in our community we need to, you know, evoke change. Right. So educate yourself and do your part. I think right. now is the time of all, it's just reevaluation. Exactly. We have to step out and reevaluate. Like, okay, last, well, when the last presidential ele election was, people weren't taking it seriously. People were voting Donald Trump. People that didn't even think Donald Trump was going to get in mm -hmm. voted yeah. for him. Some people didn't vote at all. Some people didn't they vote at all. Put in silly names. Exactly, putting in silly names. That's a waste of time and that's a waste of votes. And I feel as a black woman, my people, they stood for that. They sat for that. They did everything they could to allow to have to give us the right to yeah. vote. So take that seriously. And I want to say this, just to add in, um, Angela Rye said this. Um, she's like she can be a, a correspondent for CNN sometimes. She made a really valid statement. Although we don't really like Trump and we're like, why is he our president? Maybe it was necessary for him to be president mm -hmm. for us to see what could happen. Right. Maybe, I mean, clearly he's not meant for us. You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. But maybe this was like, this needed to happen as a wake up call for us as citizens and for us to realize. Definitely what could potentially go wrong. And the seriousness of voting. But the seriousness of voting. And she made that point, and it was like, wow, you're so right. So then it's like, wake up, America. Mm -hmm. Wake up, young people, because mm -hmm. we have a lot of power, and if we educate ourselves, we can go a lot further. The yeah. young people are the res revolution. Mm -hmm. So we have to do the best we can, you know, Facts. while we can. And just okay. to add in my two cents, like, a lot of people are upset that Donald Trump is president, but I'm more upset at the people who voted for Donald Trump. Like we said, people's votes matter. It right. counts. So, but yeah. a lot of people who voted for Donald Trump are now upset. Like, right. And it it baffles me because I'm like, well, what what did you think was going to <laughs> no, going to happen? You know, it, it was a lot of white women um, voting for him, and and not just that. I seen one man on on the news. He said, I feel betrayed. If he was a white man, he's talking about some. I feel betrayed. I voted for him, and he's not even doing this, and he's having the government shut down. Oh, now you feel betrayed, cause so what you're saying is what you really did. You voted for him because he was a white man. Mm -hmm. And another thing is, stop voting for people just because they're men. Stop voting people just because they're women or they black or they white. People, everybody want to get Hillary Clinton. I really feel like it was because we already had a black person in White House. They can't turn around and add another white woman. 
They can't have a woman in there because people already, you know how people don't really want it to be a woman president because a lot of people feel like women can't get the job done. I'm not saying, exactly, because women get the job done all the time, no matter what. Anyway, I'm not saying that Hillary Clinton is the best candidate or she's the best person, even though I did vote for her. um, I think people just went against her because she was a woman. And I feel like, let's be real, Hillary Clinton got that resume. That resume, she was, she should have been president. And it's just sad that, you know, everybody and it, went and voted for Donald Trump. and It just goes to it just educating. Because I know when I voted, I was not educated. Did I vote for Hillary? Yes. But why did I vote for Hillary? She was a woman. Period. I don't know what I was doing. But this goes back to, like, we cannot just be going into a booth and putting down a name because, oh, we know that name. We can't just be going, oh, this is what my mom votes for. This is what my family. No. Right. What do you believe? Does this person align with uh, your belief? Exactly. Definitely. And we can go on to talk about Cardi B and the Grammys. Uh, y'all know Cardi B has spoken out against Donald Trump, so we're going to hop right into the Grammys. Yeah, so the Grammys premiered Sunday, February 10th. A lot of people had mixed emotions about the Grammys. Um, a lot of people won. A lot of people broke history. I know Childish Gambino. He broke history by becoming the first African-American to win um, a rap album, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people said that some of the winners who won, they only won because of clout or popularity. So that brings up the discussion, is the Grammys rigged? Do they only choose people because of that status? Or is it because they genuinely produce good quality music? I'm a Cardi B fan. I love Cardi. Barty game. <laughs> but at the end of the day, she was in... Uh, the same category as Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Now, I love Nipsey Hussle as well. I'm a fan of his. But when it comes to best rap album, when it comes to best lyrics, best yeah. rap, I'm all Nipsey Hussle. I love Cardi. That's my favorite. That's my girl. I rap all her songs. I love her. But when it comes to some of the people she was in the category with, I had to disagree. But I'm happy for her. I'm glad she won that award yeah. because, you know, she's a woman and I, and I like that. But yeah. when it comes to the other rappers, I don't think that she's on that lyric yeah. that lyric level. And this, I can't admit, these past two years has been Cardi's time. She's yeah, just been like definitely. very, very popular. That's why definitely. I really think the Grammys, they do pick people. It can be unintentional too, but I do think whoever they know is popular, they kind of just swing towards that yeah, person. Definitely. I, I can agree with that. I do, like I said, when it comes to lyrics and stuff like that, other people in the category had better lyrics than her. But, she won, and we're happy for her. I, yeah. I mean, it's good to see a woman win a Grammy, so. Yeah, she made history, because I think it was about, it's been about 12 or 13 years since a woman has um, won Best Rap Album. Yep. You know, a few people who was in that list is Queen Latifah, Little Kim. I was just going to say that Nicki Minaj had a comment on it. You know, a lot of the Barbie fans, uh, Nicki Minaj fans, had a lot to say because, you know, of course they were upset Mm -hmm. that Nicki Minaj didn't get the Grammy. You know, Mm -hmm. everybody making their comments under Cardi B post, under Nicki Minaj post. You know, vice versa, wanting Nicki Minaj to win over Cardi B. But again, like Nia said, this year, it was just Cardi's time. Last year and the year before, it's been... All about Cardi, and I guess you know the barbs aren't taking that very yeah. well. Yeah, and speaking of Nicki Minaj and BET, 
BET messed up big time. So they commented on a post, um, other than like, except for just congratulating Cardi on breaking history, they had to say Nicki Minaj is being dragged by her lace front, quote unquote. And Nicki Minaj Ugh. said, oh, no, no, no. I know I'm not the only one of the only artists still supporting BET by performing for your award shows. Right. And you're going to drag me. So she said, for that reason, I don't need to be in your reward show. You don't I'm even, done. I'm not performing or nothing. Right. And BET, they really need to retract. Did they ever retract that statement? Mm-hmm. Yes, they came back okay. with a statement and they apologized. But as of now, Nicki Minaj is still not performing for BET. And I wouldn't either, though, because I'm going to be real. BET need to get their stuff together. We being say. honest right now. Because first of all, Beyonce don't even come to the BET Awards no more. Jay-Z don't come to the BET yeah. Awards no more. Drake didn't show up one time before. They need to watch themselves before because, they not have a show at all. Yeah. And BET, whoever runs their like social media page mm-hmm. is slacking 100%. Because this isn't the first time they done said or posted some wild, scandalous stuff right. that shouldn't really align with their community. Um, it's for black people. It should be promoting, uplifting black right. folk and right. th- on our community. Not saying and not, not saying rude things to Nicki Minaj or posting negative things that show us in a negative light. Right, like, right. A lot of times they um, post on Twitter like black people fighting or loud women mm-hmm. being, you know, yeah. fitting the stereotype. So yes. and I know a lot of people are like, what are y'all doing? Who are y'all hiring? And why are y'all posting these things? And yeah. BET could do so much better. Like mm-hmm. I know we all have kind of discussed um, some of the things that they could actually right. have on their channel. I know right. Jay May was talking a little bit about um, having them H- show HBCU basketball games, things sports. like that, sports. They yeah. can have a cooking show. But I was doing some research um, for a class, and BET used to have a lot of good black content. Yeah, they, they used to have, like, when it first was around, I think it, um, its first airing actually was 1980. Um but they had a whole like newscast, yeah. you know, yeah. by a black man, and it was a lot of good content. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly where I think you know it kind of fell off when they got um, bought out by Viacom. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're no longer they can't claim that they're black owned anymore. Right. So I think that's one of the main problems because when you are controlled by the white man, you're gonna do what the white man says because yeah, they're funneling the money. That's yeah. your so, job. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that they've been just slowly going downhill because of that. Right. Not, and going along with with Naima, being a HBCU student, right? I feel like why wouldn't BT take the black culture and magnify it? Mm-hmm. And that means like showing HBCU sports. HBCU sports do not get a whole right. lot of coverage on ESPN. That's number one. You can have a H, not even just HBCU, but you can have like um, college students who are majoring in journalism, majoring in reporting, have them to have a news a news channel. It don't have to be mm-hmm. a long segment. 30 minutes worth of news here and there. They can have so many different things, and they yeah. choose just to show the same five movies, mm-hmm. ATL, <laughs> the same stuff on TV, Baby boy. the same stuff. And Dang. like you said, stop trying to drag Stop trying to drag other people. All they had to do was congratulate Cardi. Right. They didn't have to say, oh, she dragged Nicki Minaj by the lace front. Like, like, Why what does that do for you? You, you, it. And again, Nicki Minaj was there for y'all. She right. was performing on y'all BET Awards. She was on their team. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, you don't want to knock out the people that you got because, let's be real, Cardi B might not even be able to show up to your award. I'm not trying to be funny, but let's be real. She's so busy right now, BET might not even fit in her schedule. 
that's true. They really need mm-hmm. to rebrand and. Re- it, re- it doesn't even have to be just college students, though. Yeah. No. News could be anybody with anybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? They can have their own news stuff, their own weather stuff, their own mm-hmm. HBCU sports stuff. It don't even have to be just HBCU sports. It can highlight the, the, the national football teams, right. but also just, you know, highlight black players and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's black just so entertainment much stuff. television. Exactly. Yeah. Where is the Where's the black, black people? people? You know, like, where's the good where, black people? And I think it honestly all starts at that round table at the very very top. Yeah. We need to reevaluate that who's in charge and who's making these moves because exactly. for them to be posting stuff on Twitter that's ridiculous bashing black people and all this other stuff, it's not okay. It's not. It's not, not acceptable. Okay, well y'all, we spilled the tea for the day. Y'all be on the lookout for merchandise, yes. giveaways, gift card giveaways, mm-hmm. and tweets, and Instagram posts. We have a lot of new content coming out, so be on the lookout right. for that. Right. We've already had our first Cash App mm-hmm. winner. You yep. have interactive posts on Twitter, so if you interact with us, you might win something. You might get a giveaway. Right. So. And our at handle name is Thirsty30Pod, P-O-D. And that's 30, the number. Yes. On Twitter and Instagram. And repeat that one more time for them, Neil. Thirsty30pod. All right. And we spilled all the tea for you guys today. You heard it right here first on Thirsty30. Thirsty 30.